<laughs> Welcome back to the seventh star to the right podcast. Um, so we're all here again. Yeah. It's a session four. Yeah. So quick recap on what happened last session. What do you guys remember? Oh, man. It was quiet. Too quiet. That's how it ended. Yeah, no. I, I remember things backwards. Okay, we'll start with that. And then we'll... Yeah, I bet you're wondering how we got here. <laughs> in media res. Well, yeah. it started by finding a person in uh, a rejuvenation chamber, or I don't Stasis remember. Pod, Stasis yeah. pod. Right. I guess they weren't trying to be healed. They were just trying to be held. Her name's Claire. Her name's Claire. Yes. We yeah. like her. You guys, you guys yeah. chatted about her and chatted with her, yeah. and um, we've adopted her now. Yeah, <laughs> this is this is ours now. But there's a big decision made when you learned of who she saw buying her. I guess yeah. in quotation marks, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the man with the scar creeping up the left side of his neck, um, yes. which you would assume, well, you are assuming, is Aaron version. So. What are you guys doing now? You you, you, you got out of metadimensional space. You you look around and no one seems to be waiting for you. No one picked you up on their sensors. Uh, as we had a place yeah. we were planning on trying to go. That's right. We're going so to we're gonna go to Gal. Right, yes. It's because another thing you've realized is you are out of fuel. Yeah. Um so when it comes to traveling within a system, you don't but you, I, I think it works off of gravitational pulls and stuff like that. So it's mm-hmm. almost like one of those watches that you just sort of need to be around a thing or just walk in with it and it charges itself. I forget oh, what those types cool. of watches are called. But mm. basically, yeah. inter, uh, within a system, because there are these planetary bodies, you can just go, fine, right. take off, landing. But when you need to jump from place to place, that requires a substantial amount of fuel, which you have found. We don't have that. You anymore. don't have that anymore. We, re- we require it. There is motivation, driving um, force, if you will. And another issue is fuel costs money, specifically <gasps> around 500 credits. Let um, me just check my character. Well, <laughs> let me just check my character sheet real quick. How much? How much money between the three of you do you have? I've got 180. All right. What? I've got 100. Right, because you bought two beers. Yes. <laughs> so I'm down two beers worth of money. I have 18 credits. <laughs> Damn. Which makes sense. So that's not even enough to buy a fuel load. Um, so that's the thing that you guys are going to have to figure out as well. Yeah, we can figure that out when we land. Or we can just steal it. We haven't decided what kind of people we are yet. Yeah. Not, not human traffickers. Not human traffickers. Not human We've traffickers. drawn that one. You crossed that one go. off the list. Mm-hmm. So let me see if there's anything else. You also, um, Nona, realized that the um, the ship didn't have ident- any identification codes, which is like driving around with any without a license plate, which is very, <laughs> very like, what's going on there? And then I was like, mm. nah. So then I put a motorcycle license plate onto our car and was just hoping people don't look too closely at it. Yeah, exactly. So if someone takes a close look at it, they'll be like, what? No, that's not how this is supposed to work. But hopefully it's enough to, when you like call someone, you exchange identification codes. So if they don't look too closely, they'll be like, yeah, that that's looks fine. That's probably right. A number, yeah. Yeah. A number is better than no number. That's true. So you guys are now in the Metanar right. system. You've just gotten in. 
Um, you uh, So when it comes to spike drives, another thing that I forgot to mention last time um, in one of our previous sessions is there isn't necessarily a specific place that you have to leave from when leaving a system, mm -hmm. but there's a place, there's a general entry point when you jump into a right. system. Mm -hmm. And also uh, gravity tends to affect spike drills quite a bit. So you need to be on the outskirts of a system before you can actually jump. So you guys would have to, you guys are far away from Gal or anything else right now. So you'd also have to take some time to get to where you need to go. Also, something that uh, you may not have realized because quite a bit of it was hand wave. You guys have now spent almost a week together. Um, it was definitely yeah. six days during the uh, the spike drive drill. And we're um, best friends now. We've had some all chats. best friends. We're amazing, yeah. No secrets between us. No. <laughs> Absolutely none. So, you guys are heading to Gal. What? So, well, you get out. You, you, you get out of metadimensional space. Oh. There isn't anything <laughs> immediately apparent that has caught on to you or what you're doing. So are you, you guys just going to head to Gal? Yeah. I'm, I, I yeah. mean, I'm sitting in the gun pit from what I remember and looking around and not immediately saying something to gun. <laughs> uh, I, I guess I click my headset or however we communicate. Go, okay. Um, Nona? Can you get us out as quickly, but as inconspicuously as you can, please? please. Sure. Which of those would you like to maximize? Oh, both. As, as much as possible. I will do my best to do that. So you guys are heading towards Gal. Is there any... So Gal is an entire planet. It's not Correct. just a single city. Is there a particular place that you were trying to go in Gal? Anything that you were looking for particularly? I was kind of hoping that as we, you know, got off the space interstate, there would be sort of one of those space signs. It's like, gas over here. Mm -hmm. I think um, we're, we're more or less attempting to find whatever the equivalent of that is and maybe avoiding anything that is associated with our... The current employers, <laughs> yeah. former yeah, if, employers, probably former at this point. <laughs> Pretty if, sure it's well, former. Do they now. know? <laughs> if there's like a space Wawa that we <laughs> exactly. get over, grab a sandwich. We're gonna we're gonna avoid the the Cumberland Farms though. So yeah, there sense. there are two bodies that you guys are aware of in um, the Metanar system that would have refueling stations. One of them was the place that Aaron Version wanted you to go. I think a place called. Nansen 8 or something along those lines. Um, yes, Nansen 8. Um, the other is the planet of Gal, um, which you can assume because it's a planet that has um, starships uh, on it. It has many refueling stations. You just need to find like a populous center or some yeah, refueling station sure. somewhere. Um, so is there a particular place... I guess why I'm framing this in such a way uh -huh. is one of your members has been to Gal before and has existed on Gal. <laughs> Shifty eyes. He hasn't said anything. He hasn't said anything yeah. about how, it. How are, yeah. Who could it be? All right. <laughs> so you guys are just, uh, there's a couple of um, cities that, so there's the capital, which mm -hmm. I have written down, a Granite City. Um, there is... rocks. Yeah. <laughs> That's so... Really that's uh, where the gym leader is, I think. 
It's not Pewter City. It's Granite City. <laughs> oh, got it. Got it. Got it. Um, it's not Brock, just Rock. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, what was I going with this? Oh, um, so are you guys trying to completely avoid like very populous centers? Or are you trying to go to a more remote location? Well, I think we're going to have to find somewhere where we can get work. Like if we're trying to get out of here, we need to pay for gas. You need money. For yeah. gas. Do we do we want to take this in character as we as we go towards yeah. as we drive off to so Gal? You guys are, <laughs> yeah. are heading towards Gal. And also just some background that you guys would generally know about Gal. Um it's it's a it's not necessarily completely desert. It's not like a Tatooine with its two suns and just all desert everywhere. But mm-hmm. it is it's very rocky. And it's got a lot of desert. Um, so it's mostly sort of that very grayish, um, dusty. Um, it was specifically used for uh, mining in mm. the um, pre-scream times. Um, Hate sand. Yeah. <laughs> it's coarse and it gets everywhere. Gosh darn it. <laughs> Someday we're going to be able to talk about sand without someone bringing up that quote, but today is not that day. I'm sorry, except I'm not. Here it's <laughs> soft and nice. <laughs> so Gal wouldn't necessarily be a place that people would want to live unless they needed to. Yeah. Because it's mostly just a lot of mining colonies um, and sort of that factory type of work it's it's very industrial in that sense right well i for everyone's knowledge um if nobody mentions elsewise i think i would default towards going to the capital okay so that All is right. where i'm currently driving right now yeah well, yeah i think that works we just pinpointed the yeah. capital specifically just from like, the outer yeah. <laughs> outer rims of the you system you asked us where we wanted to go oh, yeah and also, yeah. yes, <laughs> because the shortest distance between two points is a straight line, Jeff. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Driving. All right. All right. All right. So, yeah, we're going. Um, I don't leave the gun pit. I think Alex stays sitting there for some time. Um, but I do want to press that same headset button. Uh, I think we put Claire on comms. Yes. So yeah, I'm gonna... she's... She's here on comms. She's is she, doing does she have a, a headphone on? Oh, check. Uh, Claire, are you? Do you have the things on? Can you hear me? Uh, yeah, I can hear you, Alex. Great, great. I'm glad everybody's here. Uh, to quickly talk about what we're going to actually do. Uh, honestly, I had all of my adrenaline ready to go, uh, and some other things. But yeah, while we're here, what's what's the plan? We're heading towards Gaul. Uh, find a, whatever refueling station we can find. And then, Claire, is there, is there a place we are taking you? Is there, is there somewhere safe that... Uh... Um, so, my... I don't really have a home. My, my uh, village was uh, attacked and wiped out. Um, oh. Yeah. She sort of grows silent and distant. Okay. <laughs> I apologize. Is there, there's no other place that, that comes to mind? Uh, no, I I guess heading back to Orisiame is the only real destination. But other than that, just, I don't know. Okay. Well, that's a start. Uh, 
Thank you for sharing. Uh, just consider us your personal uh, space Uber <laughs> for for right now. If if uh, if more concrete details arise, uh, anybody else where we're going, what we're doing. <laughs> uh, so we're gonna have to. I, we can figure this out when we land, I guess. But we we want to kind of lay low, even if it's you know it's on Gal, freaking Gal. No one likes Gal apparently, but they could find us if we're if we're in the capital. So we got to find some quick work, stay under the radar, and then uh, get the heck out of here. Should I, I not go the to the Capitol? No, nah, like, I think it's fine. It will, it'll be easiest to find something uh, mm. to do that's kind of quick and, quick and dirty there. There's, there's not a lot else in Gal besides the Capitol, um, at least not for our purposes. I guess, yeah, get there, find work. Grab fuel, get out, and head towards the Rishiyami. Well, if we were looking for the quickest way to earn money, we could potentially sell the drugs. Yeah, that's true. That's <laughs> yeah. We'll, uh, we'll go on on the yeah. dark in- interweb, that place that we the, that ex- that I remember, and here it is. <laughs> Here's the name of it. <laughs> Coming up right now. The the dark, just the dark web. Yeah. The dark web. That's, dark, that's what it is. Okay, good. I got the right the first time. I wasn't sure. It's been a long week. <laughs> so you, you guys are just. It, it sounds like you're heading specifically to um, Granite City. Then we're going to Granite City, yes. and so far the plan is to sell drugs. <laughs> so, you know, I, that's I, a plan. What could go wrong? Yeah. Well. So, so um, you guys are, I think it takes about um, actually about an, another day or so in order to get to the um, the planet. Um, I think it's like 48 hours, maybe. That's two days, but I will just say it's a day. Um, <laughs> I can't remember and I don't feel like looking it up right now. 48 of your space hours, <laughs> which equals Terran hours. Um, so you guys are coming up on Gal and... Cool. Um, and there's you, been like no sign of like, you know, people coming after us or general. No, it was it. You haven't noticed any um, a, attempt of reaching out. You haven't getting got. You haven't got caught on anyone's sensors. But since you are driving or flying directly towards Granite City, they are going to hail you, as yeah. one might. So. Um, do you want Claire to take this, <laughs> the, the hailing from um, the Gal City of Granite City? No, <laughs> I don't. I didn't want to say it because I do believe in her, but. So we did put her on comms, but I'm not sure she's quite ready. Yet. It's been a day. It's been it's been a day ish. I would advise not telling them about the drugs. I I think I'll. I'll run over to comms. Okay, so you're running over and say to like, Hey, yeah, it's a. Th- I'll, I'll take this. Don't worry. You seem you seem like you might be a little stressed. Just kind. Yeah, take a load off. It's all right. <laughs> yeah. So the, the the channels open up, and you hear, uh, Starship Charlie Beta. No, it's not Beta, is it? No, it is Beta. Charlie Beta One Romeo Delta. What is your business to Granite City? 
Uh, yeah, this is Charlie Beta One Romeo. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we're Delta. Uh, Delta. <laughs> uh, Delta. <clears throat> we're uh, we're stopping in for a refuel. Just a refuel. Uh, and uh, yeah, I think we're we're planning to spend an overnight and um, be on our way. All right. When you land, please have identification ready. And the gotcha. channel closes. Oh, so easy. We're doing this identification. Good. Like how much? Yeah, how, <laughs> much how much identification? I don't oh, think. I don't think that's gonna. Oh, I don't think we want judge. that. So, I don't know if I have my ID on me. <laughs> I think I left that. All three of you would have some form of identification um, since you were able to get work with the um, Beholder Collective. It's it's nothing more than really just a driver's license saying who you are, where, which planet you're from. It's one of the very few um, interplanetary sort of. Uh, administrations just to say we need to know who the fuck's going between places and mm. so we is can it, but they're not checking our registration no i mean if it. they did it would probably show up that the ship was owned by me because i changed the plates right <laughs> right yes to be my old ship which i probably you're talking about the registration of yeah the yeah, yeah if they yeah. wanted to check the registration like, it would be underneath your name and let's just hope they don't because this is not a motorcycle. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if we do give them our IDs, they're going to be able, the, the Holder Collective's going to be able to trace that we were here. Hmm. But if we're out of here fast enough, that might just not matter. I think so. I think it's worth it. I think if we were planning on buying the drug, uh, selling the drugs here, the Beholder Collective would find it. It's, it's they're very exact drugs. They're not, they're not normal drugs. <laughs> As the GM ponders <laughs> this huge paper trail we leave behind. Well, I'm assuming, I'm assuming Claire also probably doesn't have an ID. She does not. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, that's the... That's the, the only thing idea. that she had on her in the stasis pod were the, the clothes that she was wearing. Okay, so How Claire, we- you might need to hang out in the ship and not have anyone realize that you're here or we might draw more attention than we really want right now. The smuggler's hold uh, is pretty cramped but well hidden and I would hate to put you back there but we might have to put you back there. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah. I can do that. I'm sorry. It's very temporary. <laughs> okay. She sort of like nods her head. She, she doesn't she you can tell she doesn't want to, but there's no other way. So, normally I would be a terrible person for suggesting this, but in character, um, should someone stay here with her? I would go into the smuggler's hold if if that's uh, that that would make you feel better. It would be more cramped. Again, very fat. Uh, <laughs> less fat than losing weight, but you know, gaining back. Let's not talk about it. But but yes, I can I can certainly go. And hide as well. I I can stay on the ship by myself. I, no one will be able to find me in the smuggler's hold. Okay. Sounds good to me. Wait, so so when we park the ship, is it like we go outside, go through customs? <laughs> is that kind of how it works, or what what are we expecting? Yeah, it, it it varies from planet to planet because Gal is kind of a, a an outskirt planet and doesn't necessarily have um a really strong like government it's it's mostly just it's a lot of just 
mining towns sort of dotted around its surface. So it doesn't have a really strong bureaucracy, so it's not necessarily going to check very hard for contraband. You would assume, at least, as opposed to, like, Cass City, which is sort of a metropolis, you would assume that there's a lot more of a crackdown on that sort of thing. But but are we, like, when we present identification, do we go out and show it to somebody, or does somebody come to meet us? And, and Yeah, you... It? Um, so the, the general process would be you would land in one of their sort of parking spots if you're landing specifically within Granite City. If you wanted to land outside of Granite City, no one re- would really be able to stop you from doing that, especially since, um, yeah, no one would be able to stop you since it's kind of a sparsely populated planet. Um, but if you're parking specifically within the city, there's just a little bit of extra, okay, this is who you are. Let me just make sure everything seems up to date. All right, you're probably good to go. You're probably not going to go on a rampage killing people. We make no promises. We haven't decided that yet. It's very true. <laughs> All right, cool. So in general, um, as we're going to land, I'm going to also go about the task of like basically making it look like there's only three people on the ship so like completely clean up Claire's room and like get rid of anything in there and put it back to just normal kind of things because when I lie I lie thoroughly <laughs> damn it exactly when when Ona goes off to do that I want to uh go find her really quickly uh so the ID as a quick thing before before I do that is it mm-hmm. a plastic card is it like a a, a tap RF type thing or or how does how does the how, how does the ID work? This? Um you would require someone who knows the ins and outs of um specifically making these in order to make a fake one. Um what about changing one is is a question like putting, that I would that I would have for Nona if I thought that she could do it. I just kind of wanted to what do you mean changing one? Like like uh the same way that she changed the ID on the ship. Can she change our... our yeah, I, I see what you're saying. That wouldn't really be possible because the um, the identification itself has ingrained within it sort of like an ID code, and that ID code matches up with some sort of registry Got that it. has been put together. So you have so, to change the registry, which yeah. is a hard task. Which means you need someone who both has access to making those cards and also access to updating the registry. Okay. So in that case, I go to find Nona. I kind of pick my head and I go, ah, d- never mind. It's in, it's impossible. And then I walk away. <laughs> okay. So anything else before you guys are going to land? I don't. Any other preparation you guys are going to do? Just don't just checking so. from the last um, session, the, you know, telecommunication device that I pulled, is it like off or like inactive or... It, from um, the knowledge that you've gained from it, it appears to only work when it's actually plugged into a ship. Cool. Perfect. Great. Um, It is not, like, it doesn't have its own source of power at all, so there's no way to even contact it, even if it was... Sweet. Like, just out of the ship itself. We could also take that with us and potentially attempt to sell it. Space pawn shop. For sure. So you you guys I'm going to depending yeah. on like you know the size of it if it's like eh, I'm going to take it with me. 
Yeah, I'm gonna say it's um an encumbrance sort of size too. It's 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 mm. a we it's a big unwieldy thing sure. that sort of locks into the the, the ship itself. Um, so uh, if you're carrying that around, make sure you update your yeah. character sheet for that. I can do that. So you guys are you guys land in a um, sort of an airfield. Um, Just, there's a bunch of others. Yep. Just before uh, we like get too far away from the ship, uh, as as Claire is getting ready to do this bunch of sword, I want to give her my compad so that we can contact her. Okay, uh, cool. From where she is. Okay, she has the compad now. Hooray! Do you have another compad in order to contact no. her? Okay. Well, these uh, two have compads. I no longer you have know compad. I'm going to give her mine. Cool. Don't split the party. <laughs> <laughs> no one get lost. Everyone hold hands. So you guys have this this um, airfield that's it's 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 definitely low tech. There's the the landing pads look nice enough, but they're covered in sort of this dust and sand a little bit because you're in the middle of a rocky terrain. Um, Granite City is it, it does not look nearly as nice as Cass City, which with these towering um, skyscrapers that reach up into the clouds. Granite City is a lot more mundane, more um, industrial when it comes to almost, it looks more like a New York City rather than something out of like cyberpunk. Um, and it, a lot of, it just, it's built out of the rocks in a lot of places. It doesn't seem to be a very flat city in and of itself. Um, so you guys land in the airfield and you see all of these other um, starships around, fighters, other sort of frigate class Nothing too big. Um, nothing also really that catches your eye. Um, you have a, um, you notice that as you land, there's a man standing on the landing pad, sort of guiding you down. Mm -hmm. You guys open up the um, the front of the ship in order to, the front of the freighter. Mm -hmm. And he comes over and he says, uh, identification, please. I assume you all sort of give him your yep. ID cards. Yeah, I come up last. <laughs> <laughs> he has a little device on him, and he takes each of the identification cards and scans them, gives them all back to you, and says, all right, looks like you're all good here. How long do you plan on staying on, Gal? Uh, it's going to be a little bit. We're a little strapped for cash. Uh, let's give it at most a week, unless there's some kind of problem with that. All right, it is uh, $200 credits a day. Do oh. 200 credits a day in order to park your starship here. Great. Hmm. Well, I have a... Hmm. We might need to to head maybe maybe a little uh, a little further out of town. As we mentioned, we're a little tight on cash right now. We can push things off until the end of the payment, but if you do not come with the full amount we will have to send um people to get our money back of course we understand a lot of people don't necessarily land here with all of the the most money in town we understand that if you can pay at the end of your stay here that's completely fair yeah. good great he uh, he seems a little busy he doesn't necessarily want right. to like keep like yeah. he He's looking over like at other landing pads, like, all right, you guys all set here? All right. Yeah. Guess we're guess we're set. All right. And he heads off. Cool. 
Great. Mm. So you guys are in the middle of this this airfield. You so the airfield itself, um, it it's kind of like a what's the best way to describe this? Um, uh, it's a semicircle of mm-hmm. um, and at the epicenter of the semicircle is this big building that you would assume to be sort of the um, the airport itself. And radially outward from that, there are a bunch of paths with landing pads sort of dotted on the path out. Mm-hmm. Because starships don't necessarily need a lot of runway. They can just take off up and down. You don't need these huge airstrips like we would need today. Mm-hmm. God, I love the future. Yeah. So I assume you guys are um, going to just walk down and head into Granite City then. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So goals for us. Obtain money, get gas, fix the ship. Because we did not do that last time. So another thing um, about that is... Um, it does require some time to patch up the ship. I'd have to look up mm-hmm. specifically how long it takes. But another thing is I think it needs, it's like a thousand credits per hit point healed. Mm-hmm. Um, starships are expensive, man. Yeah. But I will say there are a lot of things that you can do with a starship. Um, so <laughs> taking someone or things from uh, one place to another that's only a thing that a starship can do. And because there aren't a ton of starships in working order since Scream and all of that and mm-hmm. everything's terrible, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. that can reach a, a premium. So you yeah. can take on travelers, supplies, and move them. You know, space truckers kind of do. Yeah. So, no, no, I'm thinking maybe we prioritize that for once we get out of the Mednar system. That's I agree. fair. If I stumble across a way to do it... I yeah, will, but sure. otherwise we can put it off. All right. So we are expecting 500 credits for the fuel, uh, 200 for one day per mm-hmm. day. Yeah. Of things. So we're looking for a lot of fast cash. Um, do I have a sense of how much we could sell one of the revelry syringes for? Yeah. Give me a sec. I need to look that up. Um. As so we're walking to wherever Reverie, I think, and we we might want to look this up real quick within the um the uh rule book itself. I think it sells for a hundred dollars a dose. Sorry, hundred credits a dose. Thank you. Um let me look this up real quick. Flip to the tab that's just labeled drugs. Drug. <laughs> drugs. Um <laughs> Pharmaceuticals is what it's called, first of all. <laughs> ah, yes, Thank the you. fancy drugs. Reverie does not, that doesn't help, doesn't tell you, doesn't tell you the money. Um, it would probably be earlier on, I think. Yeah. Anyway, I, I, how much I, I you have would it. buy it for. I oh, ha- here it is, cost yeah. per dose, 100. Um, also, this is, um, this Reverie is different mm-hmm. in okay. some way. It, it's easier to apply. It also seems like it might be upgraded and sort of its effect so yeah it hits different you could probably sell it for a little bit of a premium Mm -hmm. so you have a hundred doses or a hundred applications and at a hundred dollar a hundred credits that comes out to um about ten thousand credits if my math's correct that that would be right um and if you want to sell it at a premium 
get like maybe 1500 credits but obviously that's moving a lot of a lot of drug drugs <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah many yeah. many pharmaceuticals will be moved so we're sitting on a little bit of uh a gold mine holding my voice a little bit lower mm-hmm. uh and not using proper nouns uh so we we can make that up if we can quickly find a uh, an interested buyer well First things first, can we sell this thing? Dunk. That yeah. might be useful if we don't have to sell it. We can just sit on it. That's fair. But I mean, if it's easier to move, then I, I just want to get out of here faster. Yes, I was assuming we could space pawn shop it. Let's find one of those first. If we can avoid uh, selling our other products, I would like to do that. <laughs> Agreed. It would probably draw less attention, although... Not Ma- maybe, maybe not. I mean... And the further yeah. we get away from a communication tablet, uh, I feel the better. Yeah, would I know from kind of working with space technology if anything on this kind of communicator would like retain information, like call history or stuff <laughs> like that? Things that we might want to wipe. Phone numbers. There would probably be some... Um, information like that stored within it. I don't think, I think this, this device is alien enough to you that you wouldn't necessarily know how to necessarily go about doing that. Okay. Um, you know what? Um, I will have you roll a check real quick. So it probably be like an intelligence, either program, uh, do an intelligence program check, um, to see if you can figure out how to wipe the information. Yeah. Fantastic. I'm helping. Are there, um, so Jeff, figuring this out quickly, uh, are there any high rollers in Gao or is it like a little bit iffy whether we can find one buyer who can shell out like a thousand credits? There are wealthy people on Gao. Um, cool. A lot of it is workers, um, to some extent, but a lot of the wealthy people are the ones that sort of own the land or the factories or the mines. Um, I don't know necessarily if they would want to buy drugs, <laughs> but you never know. How much do you know about rich people, Jeff? <laughs> a lot of drugs at once. Like they might, they might be buyers, but you don't necessarily. That, yes. I- yeah. You get seven. Uh, oh, I got a seven. Oh, you got a seven and you got, got a seven. You also got we a both seven. Got seven. Neither of you are familiar enough with this technology to be certain that if you were to try and wipe it, that you would actually wipe it. Okay. Um, yeah. Um, so if you want to sell it, that might, that memory might still be out there, even if you attempt to try and wipe it, you know, like mm-hmm. even when you delete, delete a file on a, computer or something like that someone who's smart enough could still find that information somehow mm-hmm. yeah which was why my original thought to, to share what i'm thinking here was pawn shop because you go you get quick money but then also you have a certain amount of days to come back and buy your thing back which means you probably wouldn't sell it for a while it would give us a decent head start 
But if we feel iffy about that, we can also not do that. I think it's a great place to start. Yeah. I th- if we can just kind of sell it, get in, get out, that's the easiest path. So hmm. it's worth a try. All right. Uh, somebody hop on Space Google Maps. Let's, <laughs> let's figure this out. Where yeah. are we going? So I assume you guys are having this conversation as you're moving towards the um, the epicenter, that that building yeah. that we were talking about earlier. Yeah. yeah. So as you as you walk down this path towards that epicenter, you notice two figures trying to start a f- like flag people down as they walk by them, and they're talking to them. And as you get closer and closer, you notice it's uh, an Ursa man and a large um, black woman um, trying to flag people down. And as you get closer and closer, don't make a contact. Yeah, just, just keep on so walking. Just look don't look at them. <laughs> if they Why? don't take the tissues, <laughs> no, not just, <laughs> just trust us. Alex uh, recognizes these people. Um, you recognize these people as uh, Delia White and Atlas. Um, the Ursum <laughs> is is this a very large bear person as we remember he's uh he's got this white fur covered in this patchy soot almost like a miner might would have um he's missing his right ear and a metal plate takes its place and that metal plate wraps around the top of his head into his forehead Ooh. and comes down to his right eye which uh is replaced by a cybernetic eye awesome Ooh. And we're, we're headed right towards him. Please right Yeah. I turn down the nearest yeah. alley I can, I can find. It's like, okay, never mind. Okay, even worse. And I, I uh, duck yeah. into whatever, whatever quickly gets me out of their sight. No, so, no, these guys okay. are always yeah. trying to get you to like sign some petition or sign up for something. It's, it's super annoying. We need so to we should... get the fuck out of here. And um, the the woman uh, uh-huh. is nearly as, as large as the Ursa man is. She is a mountain of a woman with these um, thick dreadlocks that are coming down and has silver strands within them. So she seems to be a little bit on the older side. Um, the um, the sides of her, while she does have uh, dreadlocks on the top of her head that sort of fall down towards her shoulders, the sides of her head are shaved. Um, kind of like the hairstyle that uh, yeah. Lonnie uh, has from She-Ra. Oh, yeah. All right. ah. 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 I was gonna say, isn't that like perfectly. the Macklemore or whatever? Uh, under, <laughs> Not with under, dreadlocks. Under, no, no, no. I just meant yeah, the yeah, just, yeah, yeah. Okay. The variation. Um. So to to Alex, what you're trying to do? This is a very open space. The only things that you could really hide behind are like starships. I don't, and they're posted right in front of the door that you have to walk through? Are you going to try and like hop to the fence? Oh, they're right in front of there? Yeah. Like they're 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 here, it looks like specifically to flag down someone with a starship of some kind. You appear to not want to talk to these yeah. people. Should Wait, I go talk to them for you? Very, I understand. It's very, very awkward. I, I just cannot people, deal with very awkward things. It seems like you know them. <laughs> oh, you think so? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm picking up something. <laughs> Stupid psychics. Um. So, what are you guys? What are you gonna do? Well, right now, I am. I'm gonna. I'm gonna, not making eye contact. By I'm gonna pull up my. Side. I'm gonna pull up my hood, realizing that there's no way there. Um. Just kind of tighten it, and I'm gonna push these two in front of me, and like, okay, go. Yeah. Just. Yeah. So you try and form a little body. Do <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. like, um, 
Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm like, yeah. Make your disguise yourself yeah. really, really briefly as you walk past these people. All right, I'm gonna need. Um, Do you want to carry the giant thing that I've been carrying around? That might help. Yes, I will take that. Thank you. And I hold it and I like have it like up here. Like I'm really struggling with it, which I am with my six strengths. All right. So I'm going to need you to do, what, was, what would this be? Um, sneak? Um, we don't really, do we have a, we don't there's have a sneak skill. There's a sneak there skill. is a sneak skill. Um, yeah, but what's the... It's the attribute. It would probably be like... You, we don't need to go this deep into it, Jeff. You well, you just need it. <laughs> when you do a skill check, you need an attribute and a skill. So I, I'm going to say dexterity sneak. Oh, good. It's kind of... You're just sort of trying to, like, be unnoticed behind uh, Nona and Alex. They've coordinated enough not to draw attention. Oh, two. <laughs> God damn it. Delia rolled a ten. Well... So as you guys are trying to make your way, he, can we try and help him <laughs> by blocking real? No one can help me. No, so no pretty that would be a plus one is yeah. the max we yeah, could yeah, give yeah, him, yeah. and that would not have been three. <laughs> wow. So she she comes up to you guys and like, are you guys looking for? And as she's starting to obviously bring her pitch, oh her my eyes, fucking arms! <laughs> this thing is so fucking heavy. She looks over at Alex. Alex. Alex, is that no man. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, she yells over to the Ursum, Atlas, get over here, it's Alex. No man, you like, are, you what are, is Alex? you are confusing, <laughs> you are, you are confusing me. <laughs> <laughs> and, and this, this very large Ursum man comes just not like sprinting towards you, but jogging over to you and just. Takes you Be up in a big bear hug oh, no, no, and just sort of. Oh, this is very heavy. <laughs> just he has you wrapped in his arms and sort of like swings you back and forth, like, oh, buddy, Please, I this missed is you. <laughs> and he like puts you down, and Delia's like, oh, I would didn't expect you to see you back so soon. What? How are you doing? Who? I'm sorry. Who are your friends? Uh this is Micah. Uh, hey. Who I completely described incorrectly earlier. <laughs> I was sense told, but was not told in the moment. Um, and this is uh, Nona. Uh, they are friends. Oh. Uh, we're, yeah. we're only visiting for, for a small amount of time. And yeah. um, Delia sort of like looks you up, guys up and down. She's like, I'm Delia. And that's Atlas over there as he's still sort of like right next to Alex, sort of giving him like a little head pat. Very, very happy oh. sort of oh. boisterous personality for Ursum that isn't necessarily always associated with them. Um, and Delia says, uh, guys, um, it's awesome that I ran into you. I haven't been able to flag anyone down about this. Uh, you two are very imposing. I can very much understand that. Well, there's, you no, know, no, but you take this back, please. I, can, I cannot pick it up. <laughs> Return to inventory. Um, so you give that back to Nona? Yeah, I give, I give the tablet <laughs> so you, back. You said you had a strength of six. I have a strength of six. I have a strength of 14. So that's really funny. That's all. Okay. One-handed. <laughs> Press this thing. And she looks over um, back at you, Alex. She's like, so... 
here, we just, we need a ride to see and check up on a caravan that was heading back towards, um, oh God, what's the name of the town? R- Ragged Springs. Well, you know what was going on there? We needed supplies. We ordered a, ca- a caravan of things. We got word that there may or may not have been some form of ambush planned for that caravan. We need to get in contact with them, but their compads are all down. We haven't been able to reach them. We need some form of quick transportation to just go between the the road between uh, Dry Gulch, where they're coming from, and Ragged Springs, and we need to just see if they're okay and warn them that there might be an ambush coming along. Uh, I've, I, uh, just gonna look at Alex. <laughs> We're willing to pay. We don't have much. We we weren't even able to pay for our parking space right now. We've uh, put it on layaway. <laughs> As it's, we're, we're in a bit of a jam ourselves. Uh, we're here delivering some cargo to where it needs to go, uh, but we're out of fuel. Um, we're looking for a way to make some cash. Uh how right. much? Yeah, we could sell. And she sort of um, tries to calm herself a little bit because this is it seems like the, the most that she has gotten in, like, word for um, with anyone so far. So we, we don't have much. You know that, Alex. But we do have a refueling station at Ragged Springs. You know that. What I We can fuel you up. We can part ways with some of the supplies. We can give you some credits, um, probably between 500 or 1,000 or so credits. That's all we can really have to spare. Um, but we can totally fuel up your your uh, your ship. Um, we just, we desperately need to get a hold of these people. And we, we, we have no other way other than like a starship. Uh, I, I, look at, I look at the other two. I like it. this plan. Yeah, I mean, it... It does what 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 we need it to do, as far as work. You you good with this, Alex? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I am. All uh, right. Yeah, let's yeah. let's turn around. Quick question. Like, sounds pretty great. Does yeah. this space parking garage have a if you've parked for thirty minutes or less? It's free kind of. Are we out for the whole I, day I already? I do need to get this validated. <laughs> <laughs> You, you would you would assume that if you leave without sort of waiting uh-huh. a significant period of time, um, you wouldn't have to pay. It, it's wow, you can, fantastic! I, Let's do that. Yeah, this is this is like an overnight place to sort of park stuff. If you drive in, realize there's no parking spaces, or decide to leave immediately because you need to take a a, a piss, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, then, well, you should probably have toilets on your starship. Probably. The more that I think about it, that yeah. would be a terrible plan not to. Yeah. Explain how things went down on drill. So you you guys are heading back to to the ship then, right? Yeah, and are they I coming so. with us? Yes. yes. Okay. Um. So as as you guys sort of agree to this, you can just see Delia. Um she had like a lot of stress sort of in her shoulders. She was very mm-hmm. up, very tense and just seeing Alex and hearing you guys um, say yes to this, this job, you can just see all of the tension sort of wash away. And she's just 
obviously very relieved. Mm-hmm. And Atlas is sort of just hanging her out. Um, so they're going to follow you guys back to your ship and um, you guys are going to sort of get everything. What are you doing? So I, yeah. I'm going to hang back as we're walking back to the ship and pull up my compad and, and get in touch with Claire. Okay. So it, it rings and you hear, um, um, hello. Hey, Claire, it's, uh, it's Micah. So a bit of an update. Uh, good news. Uh, we got some work and I think we're going to get out of the system real quick. Found somewhere to get refueled. A slightly sticky bit is we've got some randos who I guess know Alex who are going to be on the ship for a minute. Um, okay. So you just hang tight. Pretty much same plan as before. Just we're going to be like in the ship. Uh, But just wanted to let you know. Don't stress out. Kind of <laughs> hang in there. It's gonna it's gonna be over pretty soon. Should I stay in the smuggler's hole? Probably until we tell you it's okay to come out. Uh, okay. You, you all right? You set up. We we gave you some snacks. You still, you good for a little bit? <laughs> yeah. Um. I can do that. All right. You're a champion. <laughs> now I'm okay. starting to wish we hid the drugs. <laughs> You know uh, that the, thing. The, the crates close. <laughs> Where the people like close. come over and you're just like, don't look at how I live. Well, it, no, I don't. <laughs> I don't understand this. <laughs> so you guys, you get back to the the blue robin. You, you walk up into it. So th- there's only really one way to get into the, the blue robin, and it's through that front sort of uh, walkway that was down mm-hmm. when you saw it in the warehouse earlier. So there's not really much of a way. Did you hide? The um the, the crates cu- wherever it was before just closed. Yeah. It's just closed. So pretty you, much, it it's, yeah. doesn't have all of these drugs strewn about. Syringes I mean, on the floor. We're not animals, Jeff. We pick up after ourselves before we leave. Goodness gracious! Keep our drugs in the box, like <laughs> yeah. sensible people. In the drug box, where it goes. So, um, r- remind me, David. How how long has it been since Alex has been on Gal? Not not long at all. Um. At most, like a couple months after uh, his his uh, removal from Gal, mm-hmm. let's say, uh, and then he lived on Cass uh, as best he could. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So as you guys are are walking back to the ship, um, you can hear Delia aside to, to Alex. I haven't seen you in a couple of months. Mm-hmm. And you already have a gosh darn starship. How did you come across this thing? Oh, it was all paperwork. It, <laughs> you just have to fill out the right forms. Uh, as as I'm sure you know. Okay. And and how 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 are you? How is how is everyone? Well, let's just say things went well for what we were trying to do. We are trying to establish ourselves outside of our previous employers. Our previous employers don't particularly like that thought, but they can shove it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But I'm glad to see you're okay, Alex. I'm glad you two are are doing well as well. uh, Yeah. Yeah. It's good. I am going to be absolutely fascinated with Atlas's artificial eye. <laughs> Are you just going to be staring, staring at, at it more face? or less? 
No, no, that's that's not very that's not nice. Uh, he's used to it, but it's, <laughs> it's still not nice. And you, you can get he 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 sort of has this very low, deep like laugh. Just, oh, 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 I lost this thing in a uh, mine mine accident. Oh, beam fell right on my head. But Alex here, he uh, stabilized me, and we're able to get these cybernetics all up. Now I can see better than ever in my right eye. My left eye is kind of not so great after the mine sort of collapsing on my head. But, you know, <laughs> you win some, you lose some. Alex, what a guy. Yeah, I'm, I'm very good. Um, basically, I would like to be asking a lot of questions about specs and stuff involving uh. this. Do you know, just sort of like semi-rapid fire, like, oh, what model is that? Yeah. <laughs> you know, as as one does, but I don't actually like know anything about cybernetics. So can we just pretend that oh, yeah, yeah. I asked those well, questions? Well, 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 that, that's a flavor conversation. We'll, we'll put that in a black box. That happened. We don't right. know what's in that box, but it happened. Perfect, perfect. And you get the feeling from him that, he, while he has the eye and all of that, he doesn't necessarily know all of the, the nitty gritty about hmm. how it does the things it does, necessarily what model he's, he remembers the name of like the maker and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So he has some patchy information, but it's not like um, he's an enthusiast okay. of cybernetic eyes. Other question, can he see in color? Can he see other things that are invisible to normal people's eyes? Like There are a couple of different settings for the cybernetic eye. Um, infrared and night vision are one of them. Cool. It also causes some migraines every once in a while just because of the, the difference. I don't know if you've gotten over those yet, but... Yeah, you, you deal with them. I've had worse pain than migraines. Probably like yeah. when the mine fell on your head. He points at you like, <laughs> yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Me and this bear man are now best friends. <laughs> All right, so you, you guys are back in the um, Blue Robin. I assume you're, you're going to... You're, you're gonna take off. Yep. Um, so the um, the route that um, Delia specifically to told uh, talked to you guys about. There's only one road that runs between uh, Dry Gulch and Ragged Springs. Very <laughs> Western names, if I do say so myself. So. It's it's not exactly right next to Granite City. It's um it's not necessarily on the other side of the planet. It's like a quarter turn. It would be like it's in uh you guys are currently in New York City oh, and hmm. where you guys are want to go or is in like California. So it, it's gonna okay. be a little bit of a drive to get there, but that's why they needed a like starship. a starship to get there as fast as possible. They couldn't get a car or some mm -hmm. uh, a grav um, vehicle or something like that because that wouldn't reach there in time. Okay. While that's happening, um, I want to talk to Dahlia. Uh, just kind of in public is fine. Mm -hmm. uh, so v why were you so far away from Ragged Springs? What, what prompted this? Well, it turns out that uh, local governments don't necessarily like talking directly to the workers. They prefer corporate liaisons. Since we no longer have a corporate liaison... Um, Your own fault? <laughs> well, 
I would say we're doing better for it. Um, because we no longer have a corporate liaison, we need someone to go to Granite City and talk them into actually supplying our little town with supplies. Granted, we can still mine and do the things that we were doing before, just with less of a middleman for ourselves. Um, I was elected to be that person, and Atlas was here for my company. I heard through the grapevine that one of these caravans that we bought, um, the supplies that we desperately need now that we no longer have a doctor. Um, Your own fault. <laughs> I would say it worked out better for you then, don't don't you think? Uh, I just kind of like hold on my hands and like the <laughs> like uh, freshly showered because now there's a shower, but still like greasy clothes, torn, like dirty. Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. We can say that. Give Alex a thumbs up. <laughs> Better poor than dead, I would say. What? There's some interesting social dynamics going on. Oh, here. yeah. We're, we're asking questions after. Huh. But yeah, we, we heard through the grapevine that um, this caravan that we hired was maybe going to be ambushed and we needed a way to contact them for some reason their compads aren't working we can't reach them so we needed some way in order to reach them fast so we're flying into something that is maybe uh requiring let's say violence <laughs> well Either we're early and we warn them and we can get them off that road and avoid the ambush. We're too late and the violence has already happened. Or we get there at the very moment that the violence is happening. Now, how likely do you think that would be? I hate you, Jeffrey. <laughs> I hate you so much right now. Well, given my given my luck recently, <laughs> we'll, we'll find out. Uh, are you... Carrying something, a laser pistol, anything there. You know, I, I I have one, but I am a terrible, terrible shot. Oh, yeah. I got my laser pistol here. Um, old Atlas has got a um, a laser rifle. Uh, stash, you, you, and you saw this. He had the a, sort of on the back of him. Uh -huh. He had like a, a strapped laser rifle. Mm -hmm. So the, the, you can tell that they're definitely armed. Not necessarily ready for conflict, but, um, well, not necessarily looking for conflict, but ready if it finds them. Okay. Um, they're not wearing, like, combat armor or anything like that. Can we not just use the guns on the ship? You can. Um, <laughs> ship guns <laughs> against people tends to be very effective. Efficient, yes. <laughs> Is... There any problem of accuracy shooting those guns, or is it just like gonna vaporize your face? Um, <laughs> if it hits you, it's gonna... <laughs> yeah. it. Let's just say it. It's um, accuracy with ship weapons when it comes to accurately pinpointing a single person um, is not possible. What you would do is basically make a crater where they once were. So if you're trying to like snipe a man who has a hostage you're wiping them <laughs> and the thing that they were hiding behind off of the face of the planet yeah completely fair that but if, if we do stumble across a scenario in which the two groups the ones that we cared about and the ones that we did not were separate enough 
wicked critter. That's very true. One group. As long as no one's danger close. Perfect. <laughs> I mean, like Jeff said, what are the odds of that? <laughs> Seems pretty unlikely to me. Okay. Well, uh, yes. I'm also, you know, doing that whole flying thing. Or like I'm, getting ready to do that when we get back. As we get closer, uh, Alex is going to reach into his pack and just kind of hold his laser pistol between like his, like <laughs> just forefinger and thumb and just have that readied. Gonna start limbering up a bit because yeah, Micah might appreciate if, if maybe we showed up at just the right time. And in case we do, I'm going to get some dynamic stretches in. And you're going to be leaving Claire in the smuggler's hold for this, is it, this period of time. Is it enough out of the way from like the, the kitchen. kitchen or wherever that we're keeping them that like we could go check in on her? Without yeah. them noticing? Yeah. Um, okay. So the, the kitchen area is probably is closer to the front of the ship, closer to the cockpit. Okay. And the smuggler's hold is basically near its rear end. If um, you wanted, we could, like, give them jobs up by me. Be like, here, yeah. sit yeah, here, we, be we on comms. It. I mean, it's incredibly important. We're definitely keeping them up there for, like, one reason or another. Yeah. yeah. I'm, yeah. Ju- I'm just saying, like, sit here, listen in on this. It's incredibly important. <laughs> Okay, yeah, so I think I'll, after getting some good stretches in, go um, go back to Claire, like, yeah, sneak away when we have them doing something else, uh, and just kind of, yeah, like, knock, knock on the hold and fill her in on what's happening. Mm-hmm. Okay, so she, she knows what's happening. Do you have a plan of, like, if she needs to go to the bathroom? Are you going to... I want to know how poor this poor child is going to be. Oh no! Um, where are the bathrooms all by the kitchen? The the bathrooms are by the kitchen. That's generally how plumbing works. Fuck, that makes sense. <laughs> um, okay, all right. How long have we been gone? Fuck, like we what? just put her in there. You guys, so you guys would but, probably be flying for like an hour. It's going to be or something. Couple, yeah, like so a few like, hours. But she has to pee <laughs> right <laughs> now. <laughs> But does she no, though? Is my point. No, it, it's fine. She she'll be fine for the immediate future. But oh. if you guys are have them on the ship for much longer, you're All going right. to maybe need to sneak her out for one reason or another. Then f- when we get to do what we're doing, unless you want her to pee in it, presume no. like we no. we could get like a what, a, a, a a wash pan. A, what what do they call that? The bed pan. Bed pan. Like yeah, no. but not ideal. Uh, what, Chamber pot. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we're going old school. Think when, when we get where we're going, hopefully uh, we get these folks off the ship and then we can we can get you up to, to do the business. So you, you guys have are, a plan. You guys are flying towards it's it. It's not a great plan, but we have one. So the plan is to fly over uh, Dry Gulch towards Ragged Springs, because yep. that's where the caravan's going. Yep. And you're just sort of following the road as you go along yeah. um, to see if, if you can find the caravan. If we get within comms distance, we can hail the caravan, presumably, and like check in with them that way, even if we don't have visuals on them. So the, the comm itself, for some reason, they weren't able to that's right. reach them. Um, you, you would be able some to call, reason. You, you would be able to call them um, from like, uh, anywhere on the planet, assuming that there's like coverage. So it, it's not, well, there might not be coverage out here because they're in the middle of freaking nowhere. Curse um, you, space AT&T. 
the worst, the spottiest 10G. Today's episode brought to you by... <laughs> there goes our sponsorship from at and Oh, drink. no. <laughs> Well, if we get All close right. enough, we can just roll down the window, lean out, and shout. Yeah, so like, do we have any like loudspeakers on the outside of our spaceship? <laughs> Probably not. Uh, no, I don't yeah. think that would necessarily work. No. All right. So you, you guys are are taking this this trip, and you're going along the road. The, the road itself is very very mundane. It's not dirt. It's still paved, mm-hmm. but um, there's parts of it that have definitely some dust over top of, and some. Um, sand the thing that's coarse and rough and gets everywhere mm-hmm. um hey, yeah. over top of it um and you you don't see all that many cars it doesn't appear to be that this is a very used road um not many people seem to it, it's empty it's expansive and it's empty there's not a whole lot of things that you see so you guys are probably about halfway through your trip when um your you notice explodes. something on <laughs> Your ship crashes and everyone dies. Hooray! <laughs> um, thanks for listening. <laughs> um, that you notice something on the um, horizon. Um, and before you see anything of substance, you see this thick plume of smoke on the horizon. <sighs> and as you get closer and closer, you can make the silhouette of three ATV explorers, something that Delia has described to you as what would be carrying the supplies for um, Ragged Springs um, in disarray. The the front vehicle appears to be on its side and on fire. The um, the second vehicle has its grill pressed up pressed up against the toppled one, and the third one um, it seems to be parked awkwardly off to the side, as if the driver needed to make an immediate. Stop for some reason. So, so, so probably most likely something crashed and like the last guy kind of sort of, is that what we're more or less talking from about? From the scene, you could see the most damage is to the first one. Yeah. You assume something bad happened to the there. first truck that yeah. caused a blockage of the second and third. Got it. So, um, you see the, the third car, uh, the third truck parked sort of off to the side awkwardly, mm-hmm. kind of a little bit disheveled off of the road. And about 30 meters out on either side of the caravan, you notice two hover cycles um, that, as you get closer, appear to be in pristine condition, albeit a little bit dusty from driving through between uh, Ragged, Ragged Springs and Dry Gulch. So you guys see this. You don't immediately see any people. No, no. Can we do a scan on the hover cycles? So what exactly are you looking for when you do a, a scan of these hover uh, cycles? ID, what they're registered to. Um, do they belong to the, the company? Uh, uh, obvious weaponry. We're, we're checking the plates and other yeah. basic information about them. Okay. Um, that Most of that information wouldn't necessarily be uh, immediately available to like a non-government official. That's fine. Then just guns okay. and capabilities yeah. and stuff. Yeah, it, they're just standard hover cycles. They don't have any guns or anything like that. They could probably fit one or two people. Um, definitely only need one to drive it. Um, right. Would be faster than a motorcycle um, and has the capability of hovering between um, zero and 10 meters off of the ground. So able to handle terrain pretty well cool 
um, I would I would probably land semi close to the third truck, like third truck and yeah, maybe it, it might make sense for me to draw this scene maybe. out for you guys a little bit. So uh, we might want to pause for a hot second as I draw this out. Okay. All right. All right, we're back. I've drawn up a thing. So you guys see what I'm talking about. We've got, um, I can't actually see it anymore. So someone else describe it real quick. Yeah, so we've got uh, a straight road going between uh, Dry Gulch and Ragged Springs. And we've got three trucks or ATVs that are kind of in a, a rough pile sort of in the middle. Seems like the first one is on fire. Looks like the second one might have crashed into it. The third one veered a little off the side of the road. And there's a hover cycle on each side of that straight road. And we're coming in from the dry gulch direction. All right. There we go. So where you want to park. I'm planning on landing um, to the left. So between the one of the cycles and the one truck that didn't crash into things or is on fire. Okay. So closer to where you are. I see. All right. Left of the road. Yes. Left of the road from our perspective. So you, you circle around and, um, I, I, can everyone roll a, um, a wisdom notice check for me, please? Yes. Surely. 3d6. Seven. Five. Wait, no, six. Seven. Sad. You um, see uh, some of the drivers, um, particularly of the first that is on fire and the um, the second that was crashed into it. The first one appears to be beyond all saving. The second one appears to be passed out on the... Um, the uh the the wheel itself you don't immediately see any fatal injury with them um but you can't be sure if they're alive or dead the uh the third driver is nowhere to be found and you don't see anyone else okay so we're landing we're sitting down yeah uh, yep. what's the state of the hover bikes there aren't any people on them, but they'd look like they were parked. Yeah, they're they're parked. Okay. <laughs> Just gonna put that right there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, David is handing combat. out combat sheets. Just in case. You never Just, know. Yeah, you, you never know. Sometimes you need it. Who knows when? Uh but as we're sitting down, if we'll open up the doors. Yep. Uh I'm gonna kinda go, uh, Atlas and Delia, you know the drill. We'll uh go after the drivers first. And we'll book it up, ride it right back into uh, the the formation. And I want to head towards the, the second car with the slumped over drivers. Okay, so you're going to go specifically for the the driver that you can see. Um, the one that, and the second truck that's crashed into the one that's currently aflame. Yes, um, the, the one with the still alive person in it. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm going to turn on my telekinetic armory. Okay. So, you know, and I'm, yeah, and I'm taking sort of like, Atlas and Delia with me. <laughs> okay. Um, so, so with the can guns, you put those people on Zimnap? Yeah, I guess. Um, and yeah, I'll come out and I guess if, if they're just running out, I guess I'll kind of follow them and try and cover, make I'm sure that they're safe. Go stand on the ramp. Okay. Of the of our ship with. Where's the ship? You want to... the, the ship. You want to just draw a big circle somewhere? Yeah. 
would was where I was picturing. Yeah. Like sure. here, right? Yeah. That okay. Works. Yeah. So just kind of right to the left of the road where all of those uh, ATVs are crashed. Yes. And sort of in between the um, the other hopper bike. Also worth saying, when we originally got back on the ship, I went and I put down the incredibly heavy <laughs> telecommunications. Device. Well, you don't want to continue <laughs> carrying that around. I'm going to continue carrying that around. I just wanted to pawn it. I don't get anything I want. So. Real quick, okay. re-describe to me everything that everyone's doing. So Nona is staying with the ship on the ramp. With Micah, a gun. Micah is. Are you you're are you heading off with Alex, Delia, and Atlas, or are you staying closer to Nona, sort of keeping an eye on just the general vicinity of things? Yeah. Well, it doesn't look like there's a, a huge distance between where we parked uh, and the the crash. So I think I'm staying sort of in the middle. I'm, okay. I'm kind of I'm covering them. But also, if someone was going to try and sneak on the ship, I would sort of be able to stop that too. Cool. And yeah. I'm going. I'm heading towards the thing, um, kind of the way it worked in the mines when there was like an injured person or like some kind of cave-in or something. Um, I was medic, and Atlas would kind of like lift things that I could not lift. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so in this case, my my thing is I'm going to go open the door. Uh, and have Atlas like haul the person out, and I'm gonna use uh, expend some effort to stabilize that person if he is dying. Okay, so as you all are running towards the um, the the second truck, which has the um, the injured uh, man inside it, um, I'm going to need you to roll another wisdom notice check. Okay, and Atlas and Delia will do the same. Nine. Nice. Delia got a four. Damn, Delia, we better notice some things. Atlas got a six. Okay, you can stay for now. <laughs> so, um, Alex, you're the only one to notice this. But uh, these supplies, um, the, the first the first truck has these, its cargo was open at whatever, whenever caused it to crash. And some of its supplies, like the food and medicine, is all strewn about on the road itself. The third, um, the third truck didn't have its back door opened. The second one appears to have been opened as you head towards the um, the driver. Do you continue going towards the driver? Yes, I do. And looking at the truck, if Delia is with us, I'm assuming that she has her pistol out. Mm-hmm. I'm going to point at the open, at the open doors, uh, the open truck doors, trying to also catch uh, Micah, because I think that if there's somebody going through and like grabbing supplies, they're currently in the second truck where they're working their way back. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm still gonna try to get the the driver out of the and away from the fire. Please. Cool. So I. You you can just immediately um, stabilize him, right? Yeah, I am going to try to do a, a heal check because I have a, a healer okay. uh, ability. So that's uh, heal as a bonus skill, attempt to stabilize one mortally wounded adjacent person as an on-turn action. Um, when rolling heal skills, roll 3d6 and drop the lowest dice and then add heal and wisdom. Is that how that works? Uh, or intelligence? Yes. Cool. Is that wisdom or intelligence? Um, I th- think it's intelligence. I need to look that up. Um, 
it might be also the better of the two. I would assume it's intelligence, though. You're healing a person. You're not. Okay. So wise. with that, it's uh, 12. Okay. So he's he is stabilized. Um, you weren't able to tell when um, you first saw him there, but he is just barely holding on if you had not gotten to him. If you had not gotten to him now and a little bit later, he definitely would have been passed. So you are going to try and Atlas is going to try to pull him out is what you. Yeah. Okay. So right now he's the, um, the cage that he was in is pinned himself a little bit um, because of crashing into the first truck. So it will require a um, an exert check. Are you going to help? Um, yeah, Atlas on that exert check. Yeah, I mean, yeah, uh, for, for sure. So here's how I'm going to play this. Atlas can do this, but how long it will take might change um, depending on how this roll goes. Okay. Are you going to help him on this or you just yes. let him? Okay. Do I roll you too? Also Is roll. that how that works? Yeah. What is that? Strength, exert. Got it. Yeah, strength, exert. Ooh, oh, good. <laughs> Zero. <laughs> Fantastic. Oh, Alex doesn't help at all, but um, Atlas rolled a 12, so. It's <laughs> fine. I like, I like go for it and Atlas just like, bam, slaps your hand like, no, stop. Right. And he's, he takes the, um, the bent metal and just, you can see his muscles mm. sort of tense as he flexes and pulls this cage open a little bit so you can slip him, this, this man out. All right. I take my on-turn heel from before. And I'm hoping that Delio is watching the uh, the back of the of the of the ship. She is, and that um, prying open that that the um, the cage that the driver was in definitely made some noise, and you now are hearing voices from the inside of the second caravan. Okay, yeah. So healing. I'm gonna pick up the body, and I'm gonna drag it away from the fire. Was there somebody else in the in the ship? No, it was it was just that man. All right, I'm dragging him back and I'm letting uh Atlas and Delia just kind of stay in front of me, please. Okay, so Delia is going to be probably in front. Yeah. Okay. And Atlas is is he the orange one? Yeah. All right, cool. So I probably have be more like this, but not too big of a deal. So you hear some rustling in the back of the second truck, and you see a couple of figures, several figures emerge. There are three men. Um, well, all four of them are men. One of them is currently in the hands of another, and two more have... What do they have? You see a man with... Um, the one with the revolver is holding the other man hostage, it appears to be. And you see other the other two men. Let me describe these men for you. They are identical twins. Um, that makes it easier. Yeah, it is very <laughs> Makes it easier to describe. They um, are identical twins, um, jet black skin, like um, cool. of full-blooded African men. Um, and they have paired tattoos um, and by paired tattoos, I mean one has this tattoo on the right eye, 
and the other one has a tattoo of the same sort of um, tattoo that radiates from the eye and goes out towards the edge of their face mm. on the left eye. Nice. Sick. The one that has the uh, the tattoo on their left eye also appears to have a silver plate that comes down around the front of his neck. And this man, the silver, silver-necked one, has a knife. Um, the other man has uh, what appears to be a laser rifle. The um, the one with the laser rifle shouts out to, Who do we have here? Oh, that was bad. Sorry. <laughs> hey, hey, I'm stealing here. I'm, a, I'm an Italian African man. I'm oh, um, sorry. Uh, oh, God. I, I, I was practicing this earlier. <laughs> Hey. <laughs> what did you now, say? It's, now it's Sylvester Stallone. Oh. It's a different type of Italian. Uh, no, Sorry, I just, do. Just go with it. Uh, give me one sec. Okay. Um, For what it's worth, Alex is not responding. <laughs> <laughs> at this, whatever, whatever this man one, sounds like, whatever voice we land on, Alex isn't saying a word, and he's going to drag that body around the truck to yeah. around this guy. That's where he's going. He says, uh, what do we have here? Um, so very large man, and he points the laser rifle at you guys. Are you guys going to immediately say anything? Uh, which I mean, guys? We're in very different places. Sorry. <laughs> you got these guys. There we go. And I guess I should get another yeah, color. So they're right at the back of the second. Uh, Let's do that. ATV. Go. I, I don't say anything. So I'm, I'm so definitely he, pointing my gun back at them. I'm not firing it, but they're pointing it at us. Uh, that's, that's completely fair. Are you not uh, immediately responding? No, I am not. <laughs> I'm a little like it's it's in my head. It's uh oh shit. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I'm just if I can do that. All right, so you've you've pulled him a sort of around the corner. So neither you nor the injured man is currently in view of the um, the assailants, you would assume. Just where I want to be. <laughs> Invisible how, from the danger. How good is... So I'm on the ramp, so obviously, like, I'm up a bit. But, like, in terms of where everybody else is standing, how in view am I? Could I reasonably get over to where Alex is without anybody getting particularly bad? Like, they might see me but i think right now they really only see um they saw alex pull the man around the corner but Uh really right now they only see delia and atlas and maybe off to the um off in the distance micah okay because i assume micah you would want to see what was going on so yeah i I was definitely keeping that in then i was Considering potentially going and seeing if I could start up one of them hover cycles. <laughs> which, which hover cycle? The I... one that's behind, like near us. Okay. The one that I like, you know, down ramp around back of big ass ship. Because like, according to this drawing, our ship is directly between all of the trucks and all of the action that's happening. And mm-hmm. there being a hover cycle there. So like... I don't know. Having one of those could be neat. (laughs) 
That's completely fair. <laughs> in this particular circumstance. So as uh, I as the conversation that's about to play out, or yeah. if something if it jumps into a fight, um, I might have you require you to yeah. actually use your turn to do that. But ha- depending on how long this conversation goes, yeah, um, you may or may not get all the way to the grav cycle itself. Um, so uh, without no one immediately addresses this man after saying, um, "Who all are you?" Uh-huh. He says, "All right." Oh fuck the whatever. Yeah. Uh, um, accents are hard, dude. <laughs> Yet you keep forcing yourself. You gotta you. try, right? That's fair. Yeah, yes, <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> I wouldn't, but that's me. All right. Why don't everyone put their guns down? And he sort of starts to lower his gun uh-huh. a little bit. Um, the the man off to the side of the silver plating just just looking between everyone, sort of sizing everyone up. And uh, the his twin continues. My name is Dombari. Mm. We're given a job to ambush this caravan. If you don't want to bother us, we don't want to bother you. We will go on our merry way. If you do want to bother us, though, I will have you know I have killed many a man. And so are you guys going to immediately do anything? Delia is a little shocked at this moment in time. Mm -hmm. Atlas is audibly growling. Um, Neither of them seem to too inclined to lower their guns as this was obviously yeah. their caravan. Yeah. And they're holding one of the drivers at gunpoint right now. Yes. Right. Okay. Yeah. I'm not putting my gun down. I ready my laser pistol. Okay. Again. I pat the guy on the head. <laughs> like, okay. You stay here. <laughs> so you, you, all right. All so right. take the shot. Back. <laughs> so the, the man speaks up again. Why are you not talking? (laughs) We should talk. Or lower guns at the very least. (laughs) No? I mean, he doesn't see me and he Uh, doesn't see Alex No, he doesn't. So it's on you, buddy. I'm like all the way back here. I would be having like a shouted conversation. (laughs) That's fair. I I guess if if it looks like Delia and Atlas are just not gonna talk which i guess is fair enough um i guess i will approach closer <laughs> and uh, i will keep my gun trained on them oh dear um the one holding the hostage specifically mm-hmm. um i'm gonna say look what what do you need to to happen here for this all to go uh not tits up <laughs> Assuming that uh, we, we we want that person back, we've got some interest here. Now, uh, what do you need out of this? What I need is to take the guns that are currently in this shipment here, along with myself, out. You may have the man. You may have the rest. Well, <laughs> you may have the other man I saw pulled around the corner there. As for the rest of the supplies, I am to burn them. We are to burn them. See, that doesn't really sit great with uh, 
with our job that we've been paid for much as I'm sure you're being paid for your work. Uh, see, cause we're here to protect this shipment. So might get a little dicey. Hmm. Seems like a tough spot for us. Oh, I tried. <laughs> and he's, he takes the gun and um, trains it on you and we are going to enter combat. All okay. right. So What's everyone the, rolls a D8. A D8 for initiative. <laughs> I tried, guys. I'm not exactly the, the conversationalist. Do we add anything to initiative? Well, I guess I am. Uh, you add your dexterity modifier. Got it. Two NPCs. Yeah. One. And what, what do we roll for initiative again? It's Shit, D8. so many goddamn people. Why did I wait, is it D12? D8. It's D8, it D8. plus okay. dexterity modifier, which I got a mighty three. Okay, I have six. Which is actually probably pretty good for me, because I want to go later. I Hold think. those in your memory right now. Yeah. So um, let me just. Got it. Got it. Holding that in my memory. Always the best part of doing combat. Yeah, you know it's the best. All right, give me those. Give me those again. Three. Three. Six for me. One for Alex. <laughs> oh jeez, Michael, you said six. Yes. I have a feeling our NPC friends are going to die. Delia? That's their own problem. It's true. Well, I thought you liked Delia and Atlas. I do. We need them to Alex pay does. us. <laughs> I've never met them. Me, David. Well, we can just gather more of this stuff up and add it to our collection of things to sell yeah, somewhere else. The whole good thing about this plan was that <laughs> it got us quick money now. <laughs> um. So, Tumbari is going first, cool. followed by his brother, Adewale. Oh, also, incredibly important question when you have a chance, Jeff. Yeah. With the way that they are standing, are their tattoos lined up so they, like, make, like, connect towards each other, or are they standing the other way so that it goes, like, out? Frame their faces. Tambari, Tambari is the one with, I believe it's over his, is over his left, so it's meeting in the middle right now. He's in the... He's in the center, um, and Adewale's to his left. Okay. Beautiful. Okay. And Love the it. other man who has yet to identify himself is to the right holding the hostage. Mm -hmm. I'm surprised they didn't shoot him yet. Well, maybe they're going to do that. I mean, sure, maybe. Who knows? Who knows, really? I need to write down these these things. Um, give me a second. Sorry. Um, Being distracted. Oh, you guys did not do good when it came to the cool. Micah. What's your what's your dexterity modifier? Um, my modifier is zero. Okay. <laughs> Delia will be moving before you. Then she also got a six. Mm. All right. Wow. They basically all act before you guys. It happens. It yeah. does happen. So, Tambari is the one with the laser rifle. He is going to take aim at the closest person to him, which I believe is Delia. Yeah. Right. Seems like <clears throat> cool. Delia. I mean, not cool. Uh, he hits. Playing with myself right now. I was just about to say. <laughs> that'll let us all watch. Um, laser rifles hurt like a mofo. It's a D12 and a D10. Um, <laughs> Delia instantly dies. Delia takes two damage, so it hits off her shoulder. It's very clearly a hit. She's 
fine at the moment. <laughs> she's dead. She's dead. <laughs> it's too late for she her. Survived, she's, dead. she's dead. Otto Wale is now going. He does not have a gun. He has a knife. <laughs> and he well, is that's going. That's be slightly unfortunate for him, given how far apart everybody is standing. Exactly. So he's <laughs> he's gonna run up um, specifically to Atlas, and that's gonna be his his move. He, he's he's running at the big bear. He's gonna cut him up. That's really stupid of him. He's ready to go with a knife. He's ready I'm, to go with a knife, man. Great, great for us. But usually, you have a knife. You go after the giant bear person. Yeah. It makes sense for his I mean, character. I'm just saying he's real dumb. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or very I mean, brave. <laughs> he could or, be both. He could be both. Um, Might even be both. The henchman um, who has the, um, the man in mm. his grasp um, has the gun to his head mm. and pulls the trigger. And that man is dead. Huh. One out of three. <laughs> Well, that's lame. <laughs> uh, Delia now goes. Um, Delia has a laser pistol, and she is going to take a shot at the man who just shot her friend. Mm. Makes sense. Um, she misses. Yeah. Fun times. Finally, our first PC gets to go. Micah, what are you doing? Uh, so am I close enough to... Oh, wait, so there are still four people... Against us here, or there we, are th- we're just three. There are three. That guy dead now. That, that that's a dead hostage man. That's okay. a dead. That's a dead hostage man. Okay, so there are three of them. He'll miss you. What's your face? Whatever. I'm sure Delia knew his name. name mm. Um, am I close enough Joe. to the the two who didn't no, move in against Atlas? Uh, the ones who are still there. Uh, am I close enough to like get into melee range with them? Yeah, if you'd like. Okay. Hmm. Um, uh, so I don't know if you'd be able to take. Oh yeah, you're. Am I like, yeah, I think you're close enough to the one that's in melee range of Atlas to get engaged with him and then take a swing. Okay, but not to the other two. Not to the other two. The other man spent his entire turn, um, Adewale, um, spent his entire oh, turn running true. up and didn't uh, attack. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, so then I'm going to come up to the, yeah, to circle around Atlas and the one who's attacking him with the knife. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm going to use as an on-turn action, I'm going to flicker out the telekinetic weapon that I'm holding. All right. Uh, so I'm getting rid of the rifle that I was carrying before and summoning in what looks like just like a, a large like eye beam, basically, like a big ass <laughs> steel looking beam. Still, right. still, still made out of like the same kind of flat uh, yellow planes. Of, of telekinetic force. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I'm going to go and try and like whack like a baseball bat at this guy's head with it. All right. Roll for to hit. Uh, remind me what that roll is. Is that a D20? It's a D20. Okay. Got a 15. That hits. Roll Hooray. for damage. All right. You did it. You beat the guy with an IB. Uh, that is a seven for damage. Ooh. So you you wind up and <laughs> smack this eye beam into this man's um where where exactly do you want to hit him? Like right in chest, the eye. his head? Right in the I eye. I think I was going just for this body. Right. So you do a 
hit him and it's a big body blow that almost seems to radiate through his entire body and stumbles for half a second. Not down, but that really hurt him. Oh, right. That's my turn, I think. Nona. Can I have a motorcycle yet? (laughs) You can get into a motorcycle, yeah. I I think there was a long enough time to have this discussion. Uh So you can be in the motorcycle, you can start it up, and you can start driving it. Okay. But I don't think you can get anywhere. No, that's completely fair. My um, adventure plans is to sort of circle around that final truck, like go down and, you know... Get around behind the other two people. I see what you're saying. Okay, yeah. so you want to like pincer them almost. Yeah, exactly. Okay, yeah. Um, you probably would get there at the end of the second turn. The end of your next turn, if that makes okay. sense, if that's what you're doing. So you could get there. You're probably going to be like around here. And then next you can next turn you can get there. That's fair. I'm going to guess this means that these things are actually a lot farther apart than they are, though, right? Because that feels like about the distance that man could run in a single turn. Uh, I mean, he ran across the road, basically. But these are th- the the um, motorcycles themselves are 30 meters out from the road. Oh, I see. Okay, cool. All right. Yeah, I guess I'll do that. So you are in the the, the motorcycle now. Mm-hmm. You've you started moving. We can probably move you like here ish. Cool. I assume you're trying to stay out of sight as much as possible before yep. you. Okay, and that's your turn. Atlas mm-hmm. now goes, and he is also going to take a shot at the um the henchman that just shot his friend. Um, he has a laser rifle. Bang! bang. And he also misses. Very lot of help these NPCs are. Yeah, yeah. Alex, it's now your go. Uh, yes, I'm going to use a main action to ready my Lazarus patches, uh, which is a thing I can do and mm-hmm. should be helpful. Um, that was a main action, and then I'm going to. There's nobody in the the third truck that I'm right by, right? No, the the man that was just shot, you could assume to have been the third driver. Got it, got it, got it. Great. I'm going to peek my head out there uh-huh. uh, just to keep watch over the action, but that's going to be my turn. It's okay. getting those Lazarus patches out of my backpack. Okay. Um, all right. It's back to um, Tambari's turn. Mm-hmm. Okay. He... Has a laser rifle and he is going to take, he's going to start backing up towards the hover bike. He sees that he's a little bit overmatched um, with just the numbers of people. So he's backing towards the hover cycle itself, probably about five meters or so, and is going to take another shot at um, the closest person to him, which is Delia. He misses. It's actually, I think, uh, is it Mike now? Yeah, I think I rotated around. So I oh, yeah. Okay. Us. So he would take a shot at you. He misses anyway, though. Um, so this man's probably going to be a little bit farther back here. Okay. He's going to be off the road. Ottawale is super pissed that he just got hit for seven damage. So he's going to go at um, Micah with his mono knife. Fight me. <laughs> he's the melee brother. Put him up. <laughs> Which is also why he's... God, I'm rolling so shit. <laughs> 
I rolled Good. a four. Good. I don't think that hits. Uh, that certainly does not hit. Now, uh, the question is, do you have... Shock damage. Uh, yeah, AC of 15 or less. Uh, I do not. I have AC of 16. Oh, you do not take shock damage then. <clears throat> Psychic armor. <laughs> Some Fantastic. bullshit. Love it. <laughs> Love it. So this man, he's used to... You can tell he's a bit of a melee dude. Like he likes to kill not from a distance. Mm, scrap. Um, he's scrappy. Um, and he takes a swipe at you and it gets sort of jammed up in your telekinetic armor. And this is not something that he's seen before. And he does not like it. And it almost <laughs> enrages him a little bit more. He's never spoken this entire time. You don't even hear like a grunt coming from him. So he, you can just see that, though, he's seething anger right now. I give him a little grin. <laughs> no, Flash him oh, the pearly oh. whites. The, the henchman um, takes a shot at um, the bear because the bear is scary. Can you see the bear? Vaguely. Maybe. <laughs> no, no. He so can move and see the bear. The one who's not one of the yeah, brothers. He, he's he's going he's gonna to move as well and try to see the bear because the bear is scary. And he's going to shoot the bear. <laughs> Surprise. No, no. I rolled a one. He crit failed. Hooray. He's going to explode. He's going to explode. <laughs> These guys suck. He takes out the other guys. Actually, no. I'm going to say his um, his revolver jams. Ah, He's going to need to spend an action unjamming it in order ah, to shoot again. Um, so let me just put that, write that down so I don't forget. It's Delia's turn. I added two in too many NPCs to this fight. <laughs> um, she is going to take a shot at um Atawale to try and finish him off. She hits him. Oh. That's so, the the one who's right next that's to us. Melee brother. Yeah, that's melee. Do, is there the issue of him having a melee weapon and her using a gun? You're, she's not engaged with him. You're engaged got it. with him. Got it, got it, got um, it. I think there is. What? I can't remember. If you're you like, guys, you guys are engaged? <laughs> uh, not for long. Oh my God, what a turnabout. Um, the laser pistol damage, I believe it's just 1d6. Give me a sec. Yeah. Yeah. Just 1d6. Um, so she takes her aim and hits the man directly in the chest and he falls over and slumps over and is dead. Um, at this point, and this is the first time I've actually done this, um, there's a thing in the Stars Without Number system that when the NPC group starts taking its first casualties or realizes it might be losing a fight, mm -hmm. they have a thing called a, mor a morale check mm -hmm. to say, oh, I'm here to fight some more or fuck this, I'm out. Right. Um, so I'm going to ro roll a morale check for Tambari and the henchman. That guy doesn't even get a name. No. Tambari and Atawale were the cool ones. There's henchman. Henchman one. Oh, it's it's John Henchman. It's John. <laughs> it's the henchman. Of the henchmans. Of the henchmans. The, the New England henchmans? <laughs> they both... Um, the henchman, you would assume, for just the fact that someone died, um, breaks. Uh, Tambari, because the fact that his brother just died, also breaks. And they start sprinting towards the, um, the hover cycle. 
Okay. <laughs> we'll um, see about not, that. <laughs> yeah, not necessarily. This this is what they appear to start doing. They haven't actually taken their turns yet. No, um, and that was with Delia's shot killing Atawale. Mm-hmm. Um, Micah. I'm going to give uh, Delia, our employer, kind of a questioning look. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll ask her, like, we want to kill him? You see her and she seems to be you can tell that she hasn't necessarily killed a person before. So her focus right now is kind of only on the person that she just shot. Um, she doesn't really hear outside noise. So you you try to talk to her, but she's somewhere else right now. All right. Well, better to cover our bases. <laughs> Very reasonable. Yeah. Very pragmatic. <laughs> Gotta get paid, baby. So I assume I'm still out of like run up and hit them with the stick range because they kind of backed up. Yes. You, okay. You are out of that range. Okay. So I'm going to try and line up a shot, flicker out the eye beam, get my rifle back and uh, shoot at the henchman. Okay. Who is closer. All right. Take a shot. Bing, bang. Bing, bang, bing, bing. 16, there's a 20. That hits. <laughs> and that is going to do, uh, so this there is nine damage. So you you line up your shot. It's a rifle, right? Yeah. The, the, so you, you line up your rifle after just battering Ottawale, and you look at, you look down the Skype, Skype, you look down the scope, at the man who just shot a prisoner or a, a, a hostage in front of you, and you shoot him dead, shot through the heart. <laughs> um, so he I, falls down, blame. dead on the, on the <laughs> pavement. <rolls> away. <laughs> and um, you could tell in Tambari's eyes if he wasn't going to run because Atawale died. <laughs> you can tell he's he's booking it now. Um, it is now Nona's turn. Uh, <laughs> this, this man. I would like to run this man down on a motorcycle. Vroom, vroom, You're gonna run, try and run over him. <laughs> Maybe. You definitely so can. Here's my Wait. two options. I've been thinking about this for the, since the beginning of this turn. It's I been at least it. two seconds. <laughs> Run him down on the motorcycle, or I could try and get closer to him and shoot. But I think, as I recall from like an early version, earlier version of this game we played, that if you're driving, doesn't that like kind of throw off and like make it less likely that you're going to be able to hit things? If you are dry, if your car is moving or the vehicle yeah. that you are in is moving, yes. Mm-hmm. If you park it and then fire, no. Just, if that makes sense. <laughs> Don't you just so if know you do like a little, in your heart? You <laughs> want to run him over. Really you spin out. Run him over, though. You're going to Simpsons hit and run this man. <laughs> okay. And don't pretend like you're not. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that this is... There, there's not necessarily <laughs> rules in the rule book for running a man down with a really? vehicle. Um, but here, that seems like a big oversight <laughs> on their part. Here, here's what I'm going to do. Um... um I'm going to sort of rule it as kind of like a grenade. So first you need to actually aim at this man. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to need you to do a, I would assume an intelligence or dexterity um, pilot check for like driving 
cool. at him. And if you hit the um, the level of which you need to, you're going to do. Um, you're going to hit him, or you're going to be able to hit him, and then he has an opportunity to try and avoid that. Uh, seven. Okay, so you are a you are on course to hit this man. Fantastic. <laughs> yes. I'm, I That's want, all I ever wanted. Line up the shot. How how fast are hover cycles? Give me one second. Right. It's a speed of two. Um, okay, here's how I'm gonna roll roll this. Roll two d eight, and he is going to try and make a save. If he makes the save, he's going to have this damage. Does that make sense? That's fair. Um, Those are that's a d10. Wait, yeah, yeah, that's not a d8. You're right. I was like, how does one get a nine? <laughs> I did real good, guys. <laughs> oh. That's uh, good. Eight. Eight damage in total. Uh, and the two d8. You yes. Said, right. Yes. Okay. Um, so he did not make his save. So you hit him full force and toss him <laughs> over the um, the hover <laughs> cycle. Um, he is not dead, but he is very badly wounded. Perfect. Actually, exactly what I wanted. So you, you sort of flip him over, and he lands hard on the uh, the rocky ground. I'm going to do one of those cool skid slide to a stop <laughs> after running over a person. All right. Um, okay. So that was Nona's turn. So Atlas now, I'm between, now gets to I sh- go. I'm between him and the other hover bike, right? Because he yes. flips over me. Yeah. You can move, Nona. Uh-huh. Um, these are my vehicles yes. now. <laughs> no one else I can sell them. these vehicles for money. Money can be exchanged for goods and services. And Atlas is going to, um, he's going to move up and take a shot at the um, the downed man. Is the guy prone as we've shown here or not? He is prone. Okay. <laughs> Did he land on his feet? He was like, <laughs> I got hit by a car, but I landed on my feet. Huh. Um, um, do, do we want to maybe not completely kill him? Do you want to ask? Do you uh, want to yell out at Atlas, <laughs> the the bear man who just saw like his friends get shot in front of him to stop? No, because that's not in character for my character. My character does not care. I just Alex, wanted to bring this up to any? other people. Right. It so occurred to me just, if it got back to my turn, but just just to see. Well, that's is that an on turn? Is that a thing you have to wait Fuck. your turn to do? Miss? No, he got <laughs> it. He um that was a critical success. All right. Oh, oh great. Um, my man's head does not exist anymore. Yeah, basically that. <laughs> I figure if it's going like, to um, interfere with their turn, probably. At, Atlas, oh, Atlas moves forward, lines up his shot, and takes a shot at the downed man and obliterates him. Fantastic. So you are now here um, with two grav cycles richer. <laughs> <laughs> hover, cycle, hover cycles richer. Um the uh, the man the driver that you saved is unconscious. He's oh, he's not. still alive. Yeah, he's he's still. Alive. I, Hell yeah, I'm gonna run up and uh, heal that boy. No, 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 the one you saved. Oh, the, the one, one that I saved, saved. not yeah. the one that was hit in the head. I yeah. he was dead. Yeah. yeah, that man was shot Quite in the head dead. and was killed. Oh, okay. sad. Cool. Yeah, I can't. You know, can't do much if he doesn't have a head. <laughs> nah, yeah, that's actually like written in the thing. Um, Those exact words. <laughs> and yeah. there's no I, rules about running people over. No, there's not. Yeah, it but there's, shock me. if you are, um, well, I guess he still has his head, but th- there's a, 
the thing about healing and biokinesis. There's a difference between mortally wounded and just dead. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But he is very dead. Yeah. So this is the scene in which we're going to end today's episode. Sounds great. Oh, man. Yeah. A little bit of a bummer. But you got rid of the, um, the, okay, I had names and backstories for them. They're just dead. <laughs> Okoye. Yeah, so. Well, that's the way we'll have more brothers. <laughs> Here's a at you, San Francisco. Okoye, perhaps? Oh, no. <laughs> it's not too bad. Yeah. Good night, this guy. <laughs>